The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you suffer from chronic hip, knee, or shoulder pain? Avoid drug dependency and surgery with Downtown's Healthcare in Denver. Downtown's Healthcare offers regenerative therapies that stimulate the body's self-healing process. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Call yourselves Title Town? Are you kidding me? That's fraud. Uh, it feels like a gray area. Spoiler alert, Canada. Cup's coming back to the U.S. of A. There's way too much negative stigma attached to strippers. I, I hate you guys so much. <laughs> My dog My just, dog shit, just shit, his shit his ass. ass. Hey, what is going on, everybody? It is Wednesday night. That means it is time for another edition of Craft Brood Sports. I am Mike. With me, as always, is Scott. Scott, what's going on, man? Training camp has started, and the trade deadline is in our rearview mirror. We're heading upon the best time of year. Yeah, the heart of the PGA season, baby. Let's go. Live golf tour in full swing, baby. Are you feeling okay watching the NFL? Because I feel dirty. After this week, I feel dirty. I felt dirty for a few years now. Okay, so it's just that this this hasn't pushed you over the edge yet. No, no. I mean, it's it's what I it ain't my team. That's what I figure. Like, uh, <laughs> my my team's dealt with their off the field arrests and and front news shenanigans. Like it, it ain't my team. So. <laughs> that is that is the best take of just like that. That ain't my problem. I don't know. You guys gotta deal with that stuff. I'm gonna watch my boys over here. We're gonna be just fine. Uh, yeah. it's, a, it's a shame what they're doing in Cleveland, though. I can't believe you'd support an asshole like that. 
it's a, it's a tough thing to do. I don't know how you sleep at night, Cleveland. Good for you. This one's for you. <laughs> Selling uh, your soul. It's big business these days. No Mookie this week. Uh, Caesar, Caesar, how you feeling, man? I'm hot as fuck. It's fucking ridiculous. I'm back at my parents' house in Laredo, Texas, for you Ohioans or whatever y'all are called. Ohioans uh, or whatever y'all are called. Um, it's 109. <laughs> it's fucking hot. I'm not trying to look like a dick. It's just bright as shit. But my dog of the week with the F1 hat, Oscar Piastri, fuck Alpine. Can we get a hat description? Oh, so I got last year, thanks to my parents, I don't know where we got the money from, but they sent my brother and I to F1 GP weekend in Austin. So I got this as a memento, and it's arguably my brother's and I greatest weekend ever. So it's a heartwarming hat. Oh, nice. Very nice. Okay. All right. There you go. <laughs> By the way, Mookie's in the comments saying, oh, shit, it's Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Some of us are here to do our jobs. Mookie. Oh, oh snap. <laughs> the answer. <laughs> Caesar, this is your shot. This is like your time to step in and take I, over. I like the Caesar's like, I'm not here to look like a dick, but I'm here to make comments like one. <laughs> uh, that's been my that's been my quota since day one, guys. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Uh by the way, Scott, uh, Matt Bar said, Mike, did you just ask a guy wearing a cap jersey if he feels dirty about watching the NFL? That's America's yeah, hero. I mean, you know. I, I, I reconcile things all the time. All the I didn't time. even think about like the fact that you're wearing Oh, this was one hundred percent intentional. Yeah, 100%. that was me that was me totally whiffing on you you OWG you OWG that shit. Oh I OG OWG the hell out of that one. Uh, oh that makes me feel terrible. We got an awesome show for you guys tonight. Haley Murphy uh the newly uh the new lawyer in tennessee the last time we had her on she was still in law school she has graduated law school she passed the bar she's officially a lawyer uh so she'll be on to talk this to sean watson stuff with us uh we're gonna get a check-in from joe hall a little bit later on um and then who knows maybe a white motherfucker question for caesar i guess we'll see uh because we didn't plan on that i totally forgot about it let's talk about these beers that we're drinking this week though and as always give us the ratings scott would you bang your beer yeah, I'd bang my beer because it's the it's exactly what I said <laughs> would happen oh, last God, week. I I would not remember until today. Oh shit, I don't have any more beer left except for the last couple of two a.m. booty calls that I keep in the garage. They just got on ice a couple hours ago. Yeah, I'd bang this boot light. I mean, who wouldn't? It's got barley, malt, rice, and water. It says so on the cake. Tell you the ingredients. Four point two percent out of St. Louis, Missouri. This is definitely a bang. I've done it before. I'll do it again under the cover of darkness. This is, you know, this is the slump buster. It's boot light. I love that you gave the ingredients like you were reading a normal craft beer uh, with the rice bar. That was well done. Very well Thank done. Thank you. Thank you. Caesar, uh, what beers did you steal from your parents at your parents' house? Oh, sir. See, the thing is, I was in Austin, which is a lot better for craft beer than fucking Laredo, Texas. So I bought ahead. I planned in advance. So, <laughs> Why? Are you taking shots at me too now, you son of a bitch? No, it's called oh, okay. Austin, Texas, for Laredo, Texas. There's not much going but on. But also, here. that was a good shot at me, even if it was unintentional. <laughs> so this week, I'm becoming like a, a martini, a Martin House Brewing Company stand. I'm going to call myself a martini. I'm drinking Tiger Lily Mango Sour with honey and vanilla, 8% ABV. 
I'm made for Texans. I'm made in Texas by Texans. I'd fuck it. You realize that's the second <laughs> I'd fuck it. You realize that's the second time you've messed up their slogan. You you cannot get that slogan right. Try it one more time. Or not. Okay, good no, talk. No, no, no. I changed my hat to say Texas on it. Made in Texas by Texans. Okay, there you go. Well, is that, like, is that like the Texas uh, version of FUBU? I guess. I don't know. FUBU <laughs> was hot back then, no? Like in the 80s? In the 80s? Get the fuck out of here! son of a bitch. Did you just say FUBU was from the 80s? He said it was hot in the 80s. Not even that it was from the 80s. Like, it would have had to have been created pre-80s to then be hot in the 80s. I want to call you sweater so here. bad. Wow, brutal man. Uh, He's filling in well for Mookie. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, he is. Uh, Robert Taylor in the comments, he said, For my birthday, I'm drinking Dogfish Heads Utopia's Barrel Aged Worldwide Stout. 17.2% Genova Stout Brewed and Samuel Adams Utopia Barrels. Uh, Caesar, how you feel about Robert Taylor's birthday? Oh, okay. hey, happy birthday, Robert. Uh, <laughs> Congrats, man. Robert, Robert this time, uh, adding Patty uh, Mahomes' wife to the presented by how CBS fans feel when it's Robert's birthday. Uh, happy birthday, man. Thanks for always chatting with me. Happy birthday, Robert. <laughs> Jared uh, is drinking Blue Point Toasted Lager, and oh, he's having another cigar for Caesar. That's my guy. <laughs> and then Matt like Bar. Lager's for same- Algernon. Cigars for Caesar. <laughs> uh, Matt Bar is having, he said he's in the same boat as Scott. No beer today. So for Robert Taylor's birthday, he's drinking Elijah Craig Old Fashioned. fancy motherfucker. I know, Right? Who's making old fashions out of Elijah Craig? You got right. crappy bourbon for <laughs> old fashions. You're mixing up Elijah Craig neat. That's how you drink yeah. Elijah Craig. Yeah, yeah. Don't put it in old Put bitters and cherries in your shit. Come on. Man. Is that a country singer? Yes, oh it's a country God. singer. Uh, this week I am drinking. Phaedrus? I don't even know how to pronounce this, man. There's way too many letters in this name. It's from Culmination Brewing, 6.7%. It's just an IPA, another dad pop. Uh, and yeah, I'd, I'd bang it. It's a, it's a solid brew. Uh, let us know in the comments what you guys are drinking and whether or not you would bang them. Uh, fun music, there we go. Uh, all right, let's, uh, let's talk a little football here, fellas. We uh, we'll we'll hold off on the Deshaun stuff until Haley is able to pop in. But uh, Scott, you mentioned training camp starting up. We are uh, a day away from the Hall of Fame game. Like the NFL is back. It's a it's football season. I did not know that the Hall of Fame game was tomorrow until about an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. I was like, "Holy shit! It's tomorrow already!" Going on. Wait a second. Tank just put up uh, a comment that just shook me to my core because it always sneaks up on me. I always forget it. Oh, but it's not just I, did, I saw this last week. Pumpkin beers dropping this week. He wants to know, Caesar, that's an adorable dog. Uh, he oh, wants to know what we think about Oktoberfest and pumpkin beers dropping this week. Look, it's smoky. It, always sneaks up on me when august hits i i always forget to start looking uh for pumpkin as soon as august hits and then it's gone and i'm so pissed off (laughs) i don't forget it's always i'm walking through the grocery and i get to the beer section and i'm like what the oh it is august one 
<laughs> Silly me for being Dude. shocked about the the fall beers already being on the shelves. It always it always seems like it's way too early, but then I have that first one and I'm like, oh no, this was good. This was yeah, worth- no, yeah, I never think it's too early. You know me, I'm good for a pumpkin beer just about any time of the year. But finding them and the good ones are two different things. Right, that's a very good point. Caesar, have you ever had a pumpkin beer? I haven't. I was going to ask which ones should I look for. Oh, you're in Texas. You got St. Arnold's. That's the one you need to find right there. Okay. St. Arnold's. Uh, they make. Was that one of the ones we couldn't get for the the pump, pumpkin beer bracket? It was no. It was one of the ones that we got from Tavor, and it shook us to our core because we were like, I think, oh, uh, because uh, because we were cheating on we were cheating on fucking yeah yeah. Uh, well, is that the one that is that the one that uh, Money Blake? Money Blake. Yeah, I was gonna say that Blake really hyped up. Yeah. Yes. Uh, oh man, now Tank's got me excited for pumpkin beer. Now, now you've got me. Excited. I, mean, you know, <laughs> I forgot. I forgot that beer was so much like better than we thought it was going to be like, God, that was a really good beer. St. Arnold blew me away. There were a couple that really surprised me that, uh, that I was good. And, and I will stay in the, I will stay firmly in the camp that Warlock might be better than pumpkin. That's a cool name. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, I think we made that decision after, after having it on the show. Cause that was my first time ever having Warlock was on the show. And it's just like, Damn, I do kind of think like, you know, when you hey, when you can combine two seasons, pumpkin and stout, you motherfucking hit the whole run, G did. Like that that is king shit right there. <laughs> Nothing like a hot ass summer day. It, like Caesar's down there at 109. It feels like 109. You need to crack you a pumpkin stout. Nothing will cool you Darn. off and refresh you quicker, motherfucker. Caesar looks like, like he's gonna be sick thinking about a pumpkin stout. <laughs> he looks like he's about to throw up. Like a bro, ten, a a ten percenter right of now. that, an imperial pumpkin. Ten percenter was it? Ooh. That was the big. Yes, yes. Ten percent. I mean, the pumpkin is eight, but ooh, that warlock stepping it up just a little bit. Ooh, tank. I thank you very much because now I'm fired up for pumpkin beer season. I need. Does nine hundred three make one like a pumpkin beer? Here's the thing about pumpkin really beer. Good. Everybody makes a pumpkin. Yeah. Oh, it's like, everybody. It's like seltzers. Everybody got in on that yeah. shit. But I don't know if they all still make it, though, right? I don't think well, they Well, it's not whether or not they make it. It's whether or not you can find it. Because they'll put out, like, a six-pack and be like, oh, we're done for the year. <laughs> like, there's a pumpkin beer supply. 903 makes one called Imperial Pumpkin Sasquatch. Uh, that sounds that Amazing. Well, it's 903. Everything that 903 makes Dude, is they made, yeah, it's fucking good. And at H E oh shit, I I'm not even I'm not even fucking there. At H E B, which is my grocery store. Um dude, the nine oh three beers that they've had, like not one has missed. They've all been amazing. I'm looking at nine oh three's page right now, and there are so many beers that I want uh in the worst way. Uh there's an orange creamsicle beer. Mm. I just for that one. Because it was wow. there one day, but it was gone as I got out of my shift. Uh, there's a cotton candy slushy. Okay, I'm okay. I can focus. Java <laughs> is, that a sour? is that a sour, though? Yeah, it's a sour. Uh, Java the sour. Hey, I'm, I'm all about trying sours. 
I'm just all about fresh sours. I can't get these sours mailed to me, and <laughs> because it's like if you let like they're the one beer that if you let sit there for way too long, it is is this one's one hundred percent sours are the avocados of beer. You need to get you it at the exact right moment if you're and you got to drink it right away, right away. <laughs> uh, Tank pointing out your beer palate doesn't care what time of year it is, how hot it is. Stout, endless summers. Uh, and chase it with a fancy boot light. <laughs> All right. Are you suffering from chronic joint or back pain? Downtown's Healthcare in Denver offers effective alternative therapies that are non-invasive, non-surgical, and drug-free. Start your journey to a pain-free life. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. Don't let being treated for pain be a pain. Come to Downtown's Healthcare, 950 17th Street in Denver. Find out how to reduce pain naturally without surgery, without drugs. Call Downtown's Healthcare, 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. We are going to welcome in our first guest of the night. Uh, Again, I, I mentioned at the top of the show, the last time she was on, uh, she was still in law school since then, has graduated law school, passed the bar, the newest. The official lawyer of the show. Haley Murphy. Haley, uh, how you feeling? I'm good. How are y'all? Your, your camera's frozen, Haley. Uh, we're getting no video from you. Okay. I can hear you. Uh, <laughs> Let me see. There it oh well and then she's gone. Uh, we oh, had no! her second. She was there for a split second and then disappeared. That's all right. She'll be uh she'll be right back. Uh Robert Taylor, by the way, saying always stout season. right uh, Coming from the man that's drinking 17 percenters uh at all times a day. And Jared saying, I don't know how hot of a take this is. I hate pumpkin beer, don't mind Oktoberfest. Haley, we can see you now. How do you feel about pumpkin beers? Oh, I hate anything pumpkin. Oh, yeah, not, not a fan. This does not start off well, Haley. <laughs> very poorly for your second <laughs> on the show, and I'm very disappointed in you. That's okay. So, uh, welcome back. It's super exciting to have you on again. Uh, yeah, thanks. You're officially a lawyer now, officially past the bar. Congratulations. Well, we've got to make the distinction because apparently it matters. I'm a lawyer because I graduated law school. Not an attorney yet, because though I took the bar, I don't have my score back yet, so we don't know. But we know you passed it, so okay, so you're you're an attorney. Uh, we got it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt Barr, by the way, Haley, your your earning fans. He said Haley for the win. Pumpkin is the most overrated flavor. Shut up, hundred percent, Matt Barr, hundred percent. You're no pumpkin anything. No pumpkin beer. No pumpkin spice lattes. No nothing. No, 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 no. I'm good with my regular iced coffee from Dunkin'. Don't don't put none of that pumpkin spice in front of me. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's see if we can get this back on track because now I'm disappointed in you. More pumpkin spice <laughs> <in> my rage. <laughs> we wanted to get your opinion as uh, officially a lawyer. Uh, we wanted to get your opinion on this Deshaun Watson situation and everything that's come out. So for those of you that don't know, uh, Deshaun Watson has gone through the process with the NFL and NFLPA and Arbiter has ruled on the case, found that he was guilty of sexual assault, uh, and has suspended him six games. Uh, that just came out this week, uh, or I'm sorry, uh, today from Adam Schefter that the NFL is going to appeal that. So then it gets to go to Roger Goodell to determine the punishment. But Haley, am I out of my mind for thinking six games is far too light of a punishment for this? No. And I think you'd be in the majority, right? I think a lot of people are enraged. Um, 
But after reading the opinion from Honorable Robinson, it makes sense, at least to me. Um, what we hear and what we know sounds egregious and it sounds insane and it sounds horrendous, which it is if it's all true, right? Um, but again, we don't know all the facts and the NFL only presented four cases, well, wanted to present five, but was only able to present four cases to Sue Robinson. So six games for four cases doesn't necessarily scream to me, this is so low. Um, in the grand scheme of things, sure, 100%. But with what was given to her, to me, this this seems right. Have you looked into at all why the NFL only submitted four cases and why they only brought four cases? Because it seems like uh, I think that's you're right. That's where everybody is having trouble reconciling this because they've heard all along 24 women, 24 women, and then six games. They're like, what the hell is that? That's insane. Uh, but if it is only four women that have been part of this and the arbiter is only allowed to look at what's in front of her, then, of, of course, that's you know less egregious. Uh, but why would you only present four cases? I think a lot of this is just speculation. No one really knows. You can kind of look at it one of two ways. You can say, well, maybe the other 21 cases just weren't strong enough. Um, or maybe the NFL thought that these five cases were were enough to get their indefinite suspension. Um, we, we don't know because we don't know all of the facts, right? We don't know really anything other than that there's 24, right? So um, I think to make an assumption of why is a little bit reckless because we don't know. Haley, you, you crossed your fingers about passing the bar. You are speaking like such an attorney at this point. <laughs> like, you're like, it would be reckless. Uh, we don't know. The facts are, you got to judge on it. Like it is maddening how good you are at this because you are just right down the middle with it. It's driving me nuts. Um, <laughs> You mentioned you read uh, the opinion from the arbiter. What stuck out to you uh, in that opinion? So I I actually really liked it. I think she did a really good job reconciling both sides and the issues. To me, it seems like this was a punishment not only for Watson, but for the NFL too, right? So we're going to suspend you, but we're not going to suspend him for the amount that you want because you can't do this the right way. You didn't do this how you're supposed to do this. And I, I liked it, right? Like, you know, we kind of got the best of both worlds, at least for me. I, I was like, sure, let's suspend them and, you know, screw the league because they, they don't follow their own their own rules. So I, I liked it. And I thought that was kind of what the most important thing was. But I also think that people aren't understanding this isn't an, a finding of innocence or guilt. It's literally just a dispute of a contract, right? It's literally just an employment dispute. Um, and so people, I, I think that a majority of people aren't understanding that and they're taking it as if this was in a court of law. He was found sexual or he was found guilty of sexual assault. That's not what this is. He violated his employment conduct policy. And that's all that this was. Well, yeah, you're right. And and it, it isn't, you know, any type of civil case or, or criminal case. So to say he did it, but there was, wasn't there something in the, uh, like one of the charges that was brought was that he committed sexual assault. So by the arbiter saying that, yes, that did happen. And yes, you also violated the NFL, you know, the code of conduct policy, then it like, it stands to reason that people would be like, okay, so he did it. Like a, a judge found that he did it. It might not have been in a criminal case or in one of the civil cases that were brought, but a judge did say, yes, evidence says 
you did this. So I think that's why people are are making that leap uh, and maybe in, you know incorrectly making that leap. But it, that verbiage was in there, right? Am I am I correct? Right? Yes. Okay. But the, the difference here, though, is it, it was a different standard of proof. It was a lower standard of proof. And um, there was no set definition of what sexual assault was. So Sue Robinson had to use what the NFL investigators described as sexual assault, which is, um, I believe, unwarranted sexual conduct with another person, which is analogous to, say, Texas law. Um, but again, this isn't this isn't the law. This is just a definition that the league put in place. So it, it, it's very, very different. Scott, I loved your reaction as Haley was talking uh, about how it's a punishment for both of them, because that was exactly what you wanted. You wanted that in the worst possible way. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah. I said that pre-show we were discussing it and it's like, Basically, she just threw this back in the NFL and said, your policy is dumb. You guys don't even know what you're doing when it comes to this whole thing. You're trying to act tough because of the public outcry, but here's what you're allowed to do based on your own policies. Now face the backlash based off that. I, I kind of do love that. Yeah, I love it too. (laughs) (laughs) As she's wearing her Browns fan. Now I'm on to you. uh, I'm on to you now, Haley. You're like, listen, I think it might've been a little harsh. Uh, I feel like he probably should have been back for that (laughs) game. (laughs) So the question is though, you know, how do you feel personally about this whole situation as a Browns fan, as a lawyer and as a woman, like that's the, the, the big three here, like checking all those boxes. What is your opinion of the whole thing? It's been really hard to reconcile those three different opinions because I, in each position, I feel differently. As a as a woman, I feel disgusted. As a Browns fan, I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed that the Browns would put their organization in the forefront of something like this. I'm annoyed that all, you know we just have came off of a dramatic season, and we're going into another season with full drama and. It, I'm just done. Right. But then as a lawyer, I see like, I get it. I understand. And I, I, I wholeheartedly agree with the six game suspension. I, and I don't think that there should have been an appeal today. And I don't think that there should be a lawsuit filed further on by the NFL PA. Okay. So I'm glad you brought that up because yes, yeah, so the NFL has, has uh, appealed, which based on the CBA, now it goes past this arbiter and now it just falls on Roger Goodell's desk to to issue out whatever punishment he sees fit. And the only recourse is the NFLPA would have to sue, right, to, to try to block that. So what do you make from like the legal perspective of Roger Goodell making that move to say, all right, well, this didn't go how I wanted, so I'll just do what I could have done under the past CBA anyways? It's a little why you know like it it just seems like we're wasting time we're wasting resources we wasted a a former federal judge's time right i it just seems we're just dragging this out if you wanted to do what you wanted to do in the beginning you should have just done it um but at the same time the nflpa did agree to these terms beforehand so they they kind of have to you know eat crow too and follow through what they said that they you know were going to do so i don't know it's it's kind of strange, but at the end of the day, this is what everybody agreed to. So here we are. We can't change it now. 
Do you think the NFLPA uh, was actually hoping for an appeal on this one so that they can sue and make Roger Goodell defend uh, his actions or non-actions against Robert Kraft and Daniel Snyder and compare to what's happening now? Like this it feels like there's so much leverage uh, in a lawsuit. Absolutely. I, I mean, we saw their statement on, what was it, Sunday? Before, before the suspension even came out, you know, they were like, we're going to accept the um, suspension. But like two or three days before that, they came out and said, we're going to file a lawsuit if it's appealed anyways. So they, they've, you know, said their stance and they've said their piece. So this was very foreseeable. So I think that they're absolutely hoping that Goodell is going to impose an indefinite suspension. They're going to try to take this to a federal court. Uh, by the way, Tank said, uh, for the rest of the season, I'm just going to show people this clip when they ask me about this. Haley, you killed it. <laughs> See, I told you, this is why you shouldn't be worried about passing that bar. You got this. <laughs> if only all of the subjects on the bar were as enjoyable as the Browns. <laughs> Are they enjoyable, though? Are they? They seem to give you a little bit of strife here. Like, uh, oh, I my life will be ending early because of them. They have taken a lot of years <laughs> off of my life. That's for sure. How do you think they're going to do this year? I mean, you got six games with Jacoby Brissett, who is a, a horrible Twitter follow, but uh, <laughs> you, you've got Deshaun coming in for the second half of the season. Like, you feeling good about your your team? I think we can win the division. I think. I think. Um, Jacoby can go four and two in the first six. <laughs> I think Deshaun's going to come back week seven, and, and we're going to – mark my words. Mark my words. The, the Bengals fan showed so hard on Mike's face. Like, I've never seen Mike turn that quickly about one of his teams. Somebody <laughs> said that was fantastic. It's, it's only because I'm not used to having a team do well. I, I know. And that, that was the thing. I'm like, I've never seen that look on your face. Are you disgusted? You're like, hold on a second. My team good enough to actually do the thing you're suggesting that they won't. Robert is calling you out, Haley. He said that is the most Browns fan answer ever. It does also feel like something we've heard from Browns fans like every year since Baker was drafted. So absolutely. I'll take full responsibility for that. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> and thanks and classic Browns <laughs> fan optimism. <laughs> That's how you know you're a true Browns fan right there, Haley. That we're winning the division. I think Jacoby can get us to four and two in the first six games. Uh there's there's a conspiracy theory that this was all uh part of it. Like you you mentioned that uh the judge punished both the NFL and the and Deshaun Watson in this one. There's rumors out there, and people looked at the schedule and were like, that's why she did six games. The NFL screwed up by setting the schedule where the Browns only have one division game within those first six. So she suspends him for six and he doesn't even miss most of the important part of it, of his team schedule. Uh, do you believe the conspiracy theory? You think maybe? No. no. <laughs> Come on, Haley. You got to be a little bit. Little bit. No, you-, you think, you think that judge is sitting up there looking at all this evidence and then pulls in the, the Brown schedule for the 2022 season. And she's like, all right, let's see. Can't go to week seven. Cause, cause they're going to play the, the Ravens. Can't go to week eight. No, no. I hope, I, I, no, I hope we find out that she has Deshaun Watson in a long time keeper league. And, <laughs> a big setup. and she's like, six games sounds about right. That won't ruin my season. I mean, the Browns, I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> This is I, do love, 
I love the visual of her getting like a Cleveland Browns magnet schedule to look at. <laughs> She's like, got to get him back before Monday night football. All right. Six games it is. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> Haley, this is the stuff you got to start investigating as a lawyer. You got to think <laughs> of every angle. You have no, no idea what the opposing side is thinking. So maybe, maybe something to it. I'm just hey, maybe it. the NFLPA will put that in their lawsuit. I don't know. <laughs> well, they're not mad at her. They're fine with her. They're just mad at Goodell. Shows inconsistency, right? Mm, that's a good point. What do you, okay, so let me ask you this, because we, you know, obviously you, you said based on the four, it's fine. The thing that stuck out to me in this, in this uh, opinion was uh, the judge said that based on precedent, she could only go up to six games, but then went on to say later on that this was an unprecedented situation. So how does that work from a legal perspective of you have this precedent of only being able to, to in, impose this punishment, but then there's this unprecedented thing. Like where does the, the line break to where you can then say, okay, this doesn't matter anymore. What happened before doesn't count because this is so far and beyond past that. So I, I don't think that that's ever a possibility. I think um, judges always have to look at precedent from all sides. And precedent can can be precedent for the slightest thing, right? Um, it could be because he was a quarterback, so we look at only other quarterbacks' disciplines, or because it was sexual assault, so we look at only sexual assault discipline. Um, but here, I, I, I think that it would have been more detrimental to the league to impose a rogue sentence without looking at anything that they've done previously. So from what I understand, she kind of had to reconcile the six to 10 game suspension that's usually given to violent sexual assault charges and, or assault, assault behavior, I should say. Um, and those players I think had multiple victims. There were multiple different instances and there were actual criminal um, charges pressed. Whereas for the previous sexual assault misconduct that was nonviolent, only three games have been given. And so because we're kind of in the middle of this was nonviolent in quotes, because, you know, we can't have any definitions because the NFL doesn't know how to define anything other than, you know, targeting. Um, I, I think we kind of have to look at those two and intertwine them. Right. Because that's technically what we have. We have something that's so wild that could fall in the violent category, but it, it wasn't physically, physically violent. So she had to kind of em, like emerge those. Right. So I think six games was the equalizer in that in that aspect. I, I love the idea of the the judge putting in the opinion something along the lines of you guys can't even define what a catch is. How how are we supposed to go off of what you say for a punishment scale? Right. <laughs> that would be absolutely amazing. Um, Haley, what else is going on with you besides uh, now you're you're a big shot lawyer uh, about to be an attorney? What else you got going on? I'm just enjoying life. For the first time in three years, I am not doing anything other than what I want to do. <laughs> that sounds amazing. How do you make money doing that? Because I would like to learn. Um, I write on the side. I do you know, content and stuff. I get paid through that. But I also, while I was in school for the three years, I was working. So I was able to 
save some money to allow myself a couple months off and you know not worry about anything so um, i kind of planned for this because i knew that after the bar i would just be mentally and physically and emotionally drained what was it like taking that bar like take us through that day and and how you're feeling you sit down like what what types of questions were you asked how intense did it get were you near like a breakdown and at any point during the test yeah so it was two days so actually last it was last week it was last tuesday and last wednesday so it has been officially one week since i've been free so um monday night before i was so fine i had no anxiety i was like ah this is it is what it is woke up that morning i was fine the first day is six hours so the first three hours are two um essays which are kind of like practical essays so you can write um memos or you can write um opinions or or persuasive briefs you you don't know what you're going to get um so you write two of those for three hours then you have a little break and then it was six essays after that for another three hours those essays kicked my butt i will say those were the hardest essays i have ever had to complete in my life and i know i wasn't alone i was looking on reddit and stuff and people were complaining all week i was like at least i'm not the only one and then the next day was like 200 multiple choice again six hours three hours in the morning three hours in the night um the the last day after it was kind of easy you know i kind of just was like i'm ready to be done (laughs) you know how fast can i answer these 100 multiple choice questions It was like, fuck it. I don't care. Like, I'm just going to pick C for everything. And eventually it got to a point where I was like, all right, these both sound correct. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Okay. <laughs> I can't wait till you have to admit that to a client. Be like, listen, I passed the bar by three <laughs> points uh, only because I got eeny, meeny, miny, mo right on four <laughs> of the questions on day two. So when do we get to see you on the <clears throat> the Saul Goodman park bench ad? Like, I defend scumbags and the Cleveland Browns. I can defend <laughs> you too. I think it would be absolutely on brand for me to have advertising that includes the Browns. I think, I, I think I'd be doing the world a disservice if I didn't. <laughs> Yes, I need one of those local advert, those local attorney ads featuring. <laughs> she could get into uh, Berlon Kaiser and Alensic Associates uh, and sue the NFL. <laughs> yeah, we'll let you borrow the wig. <laughs> that is such an inside joke that nobody gets. Uh, all right, anyways, well, I'll send you the video later, Haley, and you'll. you'll- the ridiculous I, well I, I was funny because i was gonna make a reference i was gonna say i know a couple of guys who produced a commercial if you need some help and then i was like nobody knows what the hell i'm talking about <laughs> like one person in the comments knows about our skit with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Haley, uh, now that you're a lawyer, you're, you're officially an authority on this. What is the best lawyer movie uh, that's ever been made? And why is it My Cousin Vinny? 
It's absolutely my cousin Vinny. Yes! It is absolutely my cousin Vinny. Yes. <laughs> I was very worried you weren't going to say my cousin Vinny and you were going to laugh at me for that choice, but that is no lawyer movie. You will not find a single law school who has an evidence class that does not play or like a um, a civil procedure class that does not play the clip of the girlfriend on the stand being an expert witness about tires. It is so awesome. It is so good. Nah. Uh, liar, liar, liar is more my speed. No, that's a good one too. That's not, a good one too. Not as good. Not as good as my cousin Vinny. My cousin Vinny is unmatched though. Absolutely. Caesar, you came off mute. Do you have an opinion on this one? You've been sitting there quietly with your dog this entire okay, time. Okay, so I've been like, chilling because... Movies I'm in. Wait, 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 no. Okay, look. So my parents have a pool. Where they got the money for a pool, I don't fucking know. I have an O5 Civic. Anyways. Um, <laughs> now I see where they got the money for the pool. Uh, <laughs> all right, thanks. Boom, lawyer. All right, thanks. Anyways. Um... <laughs> The pool guys came because they're building a restroom in my backyard again. Where the money came from, I don't fucking know. I drive an 05 Civic. I like I that they're building it. a restroom. <laughs> so I have it's people coming in and out. And I didn't want to ruin her train of thought because I was also very intrigued into what was being said because I'm a dumbass. I just go off of what I Google, like, oh, section 14.2 of the NFLPA, whatever the fuck. And I understand it <laughs> my own way. So I wanted to learn. <laughs> I said it, I wanted to learn. But I have a question. Oh, so, we messed this up. We should have had Caesar give his opinion first and then let no, him. No, you're forgetting. I'm too oh, deep. Give your professional opinion. Let me rock. Anyways, so <laughs> as Robert Taylor likes to bring, well, not Robert Taylor, as the fans of CBS like to bring up, they, well, I said on one show that being that I'm, well, I graduate college like next month. Um, I said it wasn't as harmful to get a DUI out of college as it was during college because I don't have to worry about financial aid. So may you please instruct me on how bad a DUI is post-college. What, is, what exactly is so bad about a DUI post-graduation? Um, it graduation distinction on the Dewey. I knew, oh, do you like I was having a license? Since you graduated, it's a I was just worried about financial aid. I don't want to. I don't think he's worried about his license, Haley. I don't know if you know this. He drives an 05 Civic. <laughs> oh, you guys saw my windshield last week. It was gone. I drove around with glass in my arms. Are so I guess old? in your case, it doesn't even matter. Are you <laughs> older? Than, are you older than your car, or <laughs> barely? <laughs> my car came out in 03 i was born in 01 or no 2000 i was born in 2000. i like how you got your own birthday here wrong <laughs> Look, bro it's been a lot uh so, yeah, yeah Haley, that was a was that was a statement that caesar made i don't know if you want to give any law advice to any college students that might be watching this but uh is so it mean. is it okay to get a dui in college because no, it's it doesn't not, really it's matter not, it's not it's not it's not that it doesn't matter it's just Okay, I paid for college by myself. Like I had to maneuver all these different ways. I had to find yeah, this con- money. Congratulations, from join the club. Go ahead. Yeah, Thank you. I was gonna say you're. <laughs> so, um, I had to get financial aid. If I didn't get financial aid, I wasn't gonna go to school. Yeah. Okay. Just, keep keep going. Keep yeah, going. So every year on the FAFSA shit, they'd ask me, "Have you gotten a crime before? Because you might not be eligible." Well, fuck no. I wanted financial aid. So if I ever did get into a crime. 
I wanted so, to be sure if it wasn't so one that fucking my so you're, you're, Your justification for getting a DUI after you graduate is strictly for financial aid. <laughs> yeah. I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go out to a club and be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna get fucked up. You know what? Guys, the club's not ready for me. I'm gonna get a DUI tonight. No, I'm not doing that. Parents, I'm good. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm just saying. I think it's more harmful to get one while you're in college. Guys, don't worry about it. I'll drive tonight. I graduated (laughs) yesterday. No, 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 no. I feel like Haley right now is like, there's absolutely no way I'm going into. I'm going to go into defense law because I don't want to deal with people like this my entire. (laughs) No, no, it's not people like this. I never said I was going to DUI. I'm just saying it's worse to get one as an undergrad. Paul Saul type lawyer, so she can deal with stuff like this every day. Where are you going, Smokey? Um. It's better to get one after college than it is to get one during college. That was my only take. That's my only take. Am I, I going to get one? I think it's better now? to just not. Get exactly, 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 exactly. Lawyered. Uh, yeah, why do you why do you have that one as well? You could just not get a DUI. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I was going to commit 100%. murder, but then I thought twice about it because I hadn't finished it, and I got to fill out that FATSPA <laughs> next week. I'll hold off on that murder till next semester. Look. Right? A lot of responsible decisions were made because of that FAFSA form. So. Thank God. Let's I just like think. that's what the government did to keep you in line. Just send them a FAFSA. Dangle money in front of them for a certain amount of time. Dangle money in front of a poor college student, and I promise you, they will be great people. Of Caesar Tank says you're going to have a breathalyzer to start your car and a diploma by 2023. <laughs> If it starts, if tell my him car if, even starts. Tell him if he waits till after graduation, the shoplift will buy his books too. No, I did that as a five-year-old. I got like banned from Walmart apparently. Of course, should have waited till after you graduated. It wouldn't have been. So I, bad. It didn't matter then. Financial wasn't in the product. Like it didn't matter. Well, see, so you lied on all those FAFSA sheets, and did you ever commit a crime? You son of a bitch! Now you've committed look, a federal look, crime. Look, you just lied someone, on a federal document, season. That's, that's a big problem. That's way more than a DUI. It's not a DUI. It's not a DUI. It's a Snickers bar. You should have just gotten the DUI. It was just. It was just, it was just my take, and this take became something I got so convoluted. The law doesn't else. play fuck, Mary kill when they go, when they do, when they dole out punishments. So like, eh, well, you know, we'll Look, eliminate bro. this one because you know that that was my take. But then it became, oh, Caesar thinks you can get a DUI after college. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't think you can get one after college. I'm just saying it's cheaper to get one after college than it is during college. That was my only take. How I got to that take, I don't know. Ask the two. I don't know how you get to most of your takes. I don't put no idea. It's a winding road of craziness. What was your question for Haley? Okay, it was the DUI one, and I got told not to get one. I have a real one though. Oh my god, I'm becoming Mookie. Uh, is, you you have become Mookie and Tyson in the comments said getting a DUI after college dog. That's not a dog, bro. And I hate that it's like such a dick too, because the fucking Hawaiian shirt and the hat. I missed this Tank's shit. comment earlier where he said free to two Utes. <laughs> My question was being that like, do you think the honorable Judge Sue Robinson considered like the punishments to Greg Hardy, Ray Rice, in this like decision? Because I mean, yeah, as you said, it's not specifically, it's not those cases themselves weren't. Um, under this current CBA, yeah, under this current CBA, and they weren't 
like sexual assault, there were sex, like domestic violence. So that was kind of if that went into play into her decision making on the six games. I honestly don't think so, especially because she hammered hammered down on precedent that would have no bearing on precedent. That's not the precedent that she's looking at because it wasn't under the current terms of the CBA. So I, I don't think so. Um, I think it was mostly just like the recent instances that the NFL has investigated. Cool. She looked at your so boy. She looked at your boy Zeke. How about that? Yeah, bro, he didn't do yeah. shit. <laughs> he didn't do shit. The text were there. You got blackmail. He didn't do shit. The star's right there. Everything I do is for that star. Uh, no, I, I mean apparently everything you did up until you graduated was for the fast. <laughs> no, yeah, that's true too. <laughs> if anyone deserves a the week, it's me. I just don't give myself my own award. <laughs> I have integrity. We're, we're going to let you out of here. Before we do, though, with the NFL uh, appealing this, the NFLPA likely uh, is suing in federal court. How does this end up? Where do, where do we net out on all of this? Um, you know, I think that if the NFLPA files a lawsuit, I don't think a federal judge is going to touch this case. Um, courts and specifically federal courts don't like to dabble with CBAs because the contract, right? It's CBAs are, are usually well thought out. They're integrated, you know, they're sophisticated legal documents and, and judges don't like to mess with that. And I, I just kind of think that the NFLPA and Watson have a weak case. So um, I, I think it would be stupid. I think it was stupid for the NFL to appeal this case. And I think it would be stupid for the NFLPA and Watson to appeal and file a federal lawsuit. Um, if it goes to court, I don't think that a temporary restraining order will be granted. So I think that whatever suspension um, Goodell hands out will be what actually happens until the case is resolved. But like I said, I think the first motion to dismiss that it, that the NFL files, a federal judge will grant. And I think that whatever suspension Goodell's ha- Goodell hands out is the suspension that we're going to get. So with that being said, if you've got if you've got this written into the CBA where these will go to an arbiter in a sense trying to neuter Goodell's power, but he's able to override the arbiter anytime he wants by appealing to himself uh, and and issuing a punishment. And you said that a federal court will likely try to stay away from it because it's a CBA negotiation thing. Did the NFL checkmate the NFLPA in this one? Because Goodell can do whatever he wants. He can he can pick and choose at this point where if he doesn't want to get the blood on his hands, he doesn't want the public outcry, he can go, sorry, the arbiter did that, not me. I'm sorry, the, you got your issues with them. Or he can go, the arbiter didn't do enough. I'm going to be the one that really does what's right by our fans and crack down. Like they've, they've checkmated the NFLPA, essentially. 100%. Uh, don't agree to terms that, you know, you're going to dislike when you actually have to apply them, right? I, this is wholly on the NFLPA. It's your fault. This should never have been agreed to in CBA negotiations. So now you've got to deal with the consequences. Too bad they went all Apple licensing agreement and they were like, what? Did we get guaranteed money on our contract? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scroll to the bottom and click yes, we agree. Fuck it. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. This is the exact result of that. I have a question. That is the best way to put that. That's amazing. Yes, go ahead, Caesar. You have not football related. Though. So, if you have any football related questions, I, I prefer you ask them first. Oh, so go ahead. We're- okay. So, recently, actually, yesterday, 
I'm a big race car fan. Are you, wait, are you asking Haley legal advice again? Is that oh, what no, 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 no. Oh, it's okay. a real question. It's a scenario. It's a real thing. It's a scenario. No, it's not a scenario. A it's a Formula One question. Do I need to show the hat again? No, just ask the question. So yesterday, Oscar Piastri, he's a reserve driver for Alpine Racing, whatever. Apparently, his contract ended July 31st. And then on that, on August 1st, um, Alpine put out a statement saying like, oh, this guy got promoted, specifically promoted to our like starting roster. And then three hours later, the driver Oscar then posts on Twitter, like, you're dumb. I'm not driving for you guys and I'm not going to drive for you next year. And then it's then come out that he's apparently has a deal with McLaren and that it was signed at 12.01 on August 1st. Is there any way that this is going to end up going the legal route because like there possibly was tampering in this situation? That's my kind of question. I Not guess. slowly, Robert. Not slowly at all. Caesar <laughs> has gone full Mookie. It's, it's full Mookie. I was, it's just because it doesn't make any sense. So, Haley, uh, let me summarize that very long question for you. Uh, was there, there a was question a in there? Yes, yes, there, there was, I said there if there was, was tampering involved, can you go to upper law? There was, <laughs> there was a contract that you've never read that you have no details on. And then you July 31st. And then total law on August 1st. I want to prove for the new one. But at 12 one, that doesn't make any sense. What I'm going to say is we just saw what happened with the Dolphins and Tom Brady, right? I think you could kind of if, – if there's some tampering involved, something like that could happen. Um, but – if there wasn't, it was signed after the contract, after the employment contract expired. So if okay, unless there was no yeah, unless there was no off. like non compete clause, he's free to do what he wants. Okay, sick. Awesome. Thank you. That's all I was asking. That's all I was asking. I'm glad you brought that up, Haley, because I, I was gonna ask you something about the Steven Ross thing. Uh, for those of you that don't know, the Dolphins, uh, because of the Brian Flores lawsuit, it became known that the Dolphins had tried to get Sean Payton and Tom Brady to the Dolphins. They had met, uh, tampered essentially to try to get Brady and, and Payton in. Uh, Stephen Ross was fined. Uh, they lost draft draft picks. Uh, he's been suspended. Why has nothing happened to Tom Brady, Haley? Like he's the other half of the tampering. He was at these meetings too. How does he skate while Stephen Ross uh, gets suspended and fined and loses draft picks? It's Tom Brady. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's he, what, it's Tom Brady. There's no other. That's it. It's Tom Brady. Goodell's like, ah, I blew it with that whole deflate gate thing. So I guess we got to let him slide on. Yep. This <laughs> yep. It's Tom Brady. He's untouchable. Uh, that's the, the most, the, the greatest legal opinion I have ever heard <laughs> on the show is because Tom Brady, <laughs> that's the, I would love to see his lawyer stand up in court one day and uh, Mr. Brady, you've been accused of murdering children and, and a nun in an orphanage. And the lawyer just stands up and he's like, judge, it's Tom Brady. Um, case dismissed. You're right. That, that is Tom Brady. <laughs> the, the Tom Brady defense. Oh, there we go. Kev's got the answer. Uh, he said NFL rulebook says players can't get punished for tampering. That's amazing. That's uh, that's absolutely amazing. Haley, where can people find you? Where can they follow you on socials? Um, you can find me on all social media at the Haley Murphy. I'm everywhere and anywhere. 
<laughs> everywhere and anywhere. I love it. Uh, and she'll defend scumbags like you. <laughs> Did you point at me on purpose? <laughs> Bro, are we forgetting I went to UT? Haley, thank you for the uh, legal advice for our intern. Uh, come back again, okay? Thank you. Thank you for having me. Hi, Haley. Congratulations. At the Haley Murphy. Uh, okay. I, I wanted to drop just before when she was like, oh, judges don't want this to come across the desk because they won't want to change anything. And I was like, hope it doesn't end up on the judge, the desk of Clarence Thomas then. Oh, facts. Oh, fuck that guy, bro. Clarence be like, ooh, thank God. Uh, no, Clarence be like, ooh, time to change something else. He's, he's like, ooh, is there a union to be busted? I'm the man for the job. Uh, he's like, I seen all the white women them players is marrying. I'm going to get them good. No, that's the one thing oh, he's not going off. after. Oh, there you go. oh no, he's got, he, 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 he got a problem with that, too. He can't. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he self hates, my friend. He oh. self hates. <laughs> He's like, there shouldn't be no interracial marriage. Don't pay attention to what I do. We gotta stop this. <laughs> uh, by the way, Tank pointing out that Caesar officially has Mookie Pox. Uh, <laughs> Robert said we gotta call him the Caesar Express because he's derailing the show. <laughs> no shot, none. none and whatsoever. then Dan pointed out in the comments all of the Michigan people we were just talking about with Stephen Ross and Tom Brady, and he did the trending down. Emoji that just <laughs> the stock dropping. Yeah. <laughs> into a team. Uh, can we talk a little college football since we didn't Let's get to do go. This <laughs> <laughs> is switches hats. It's so weird without Mookie here uh, asking me if I uh, played the intro, not realizing that I played it 35 minutes ago. Uh, so thank you guys for not doing that. Listen, uh, we talked about this last year. We were saying that it is ridiculous that we have writers and people vote on the top four for the college playoffs when we need to just go to Vegas. Vegas is need that that needs to be who decides who is in the top four in the college playoff rankings every single year. Vegas is always right. They always get it right. Sure, they might lose a game here and there, but that point spread is always within like a point of how it actually ends up. It's amazing to me that they always do this. So this season, uh, we are going to update our, our top. We'll do top 10 because it's way too much to do top 25 rankings. Uh, but we're going to do ten, the top 10 teams based on the wise guys in Vegas. Uh, and in this case, it's actually DraftKings. So here we go. The, the preseason wise guys, top 10 college football playoff rankings. I feel like we need some music for this, Scott. Let me find some music. I haven't seen the theater, so my reactions will be very on. It'll be it'll be accurate. Okay, here we go. Uh, number ten in the Wise Guys Top Ten College Football Playoff Rankings is Texas. Let's They're fucking go! Plus. Let's go, Smokey. Plus. <laughs> Texas is a plus five thousand to win the national championship to start the year uh, at, at DraftKings. Uh, that's amazing to me. Like, why? Why, Why is Texas the plus 5,000, Caesar? Yeah. Xavier Worthy. B. John Robinson. If I had a mullet, yes. I'd be like stroking it in the air right now. Q the Fool. Quinn Ewers. Steve, the former alcoholic Sarkeesian. 
<laughs> He's off it now. We're sober. Fuck you talking about. We're only going to lose to Bama and Oklahoma State and Baylor, and that's it. Okay, so that's out of the college playoff ranking. Okay, yeah, cool. but we win Big 12. <laughs> then you would lose three games, and you're all Bro, lost to Kansas last year. I know. All I've known is disappointment in my entire life as a Texas fan. So if we win nine games, I'm chilling. The next year, with Q's second year, fuck it, playoff. And then Archie comes in, red shirts, another year of Q, we're done. We're done. We're fucking back. I just pulled my shorts. <laughs> Are you back like Tiger Woods is back, or? No, bro. I'll... You know what it's like? You know when Tiger, like, he cheated on his wife and shit, and then, like, a couple yeah, years later, he won the Masters? And he won the Masters a couple years later? Like, yeah. that's Texas. Like, we're going to be back. Oh, and then everything fell apart even worse after that. No, 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 no. <laughs> Check in on season. Oh, yeah, there it is. That's how Texas fans feel when Archer's a bust. Uh, right there. That... <laughs> bro, Gabe's a fucking Notre Dame fan. Good luck with your independent money, bro. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Gabe's saying... FCC! FCC! Uh, Kev said, imagine being happy at not being top four while Texas has fallen off. <laughs> what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do against Clemson, Alabama, Ohio State, and Georgia? Like, good luck being not one of those four teams. Number nine in the Wise Guys top ten preseason college football playoff rankings. Notre Dame at plus 4,500. Oh, wow. So much better than us. Uh, <laughs> wow. It's a, a better odds to win than you've got. You're a longer shot. So. And remember, we're, t- we're going off of what Vegas says. The Vegas thinks that Notre Dame's better. We listen to Vegas. They just picked Notre Dame with a first-year quarterback or a first-year head coach and a quarterback that we don't know who's going to start week one, and they said that's better than Texas. <laughs> How's yeah, that bro. Texas won five games last year. The fact that we're fucking at 10 is shocking to me. I don't know why Texas is getting ranked. We should be on ranked. So the fact that we're 10 to Vegas, I'm solid. I'll take it. Uh, there's. It should also be noted that uh, Vegas loves to take people's money. So when Texas fans see Texas, <laughs> They're like, give me 500 on Texas. Lucky for them, I'm broke. (laughs) Texas knows their fan bases. Facts! Facts! Overrated team ever. Uh, Facts! They have gold helmets and everyone wants to fucking nut all over the computer screens. (laughs) Number eight, Michigan plus 4,000. They lost their whole defense! I want to talk about one of the most overrated teams ever, Michigan, coming in at plus 4,000. But this is according to Vegas. I can't, I mean, look, they, they get it right. Vegas knows what they're talking about. Plus 4,000 for Michigan. Number seven, Oklahoma, also at plus 4,000. Uh, <laughs> can, can we make sure we keep these top 10 rankings from before the season starts for oh, yeah. that one and see where they end up at the end? Oh yeah, I'm, I'm see already how long planning. Vegas is. Yeah, I'm already planning on tracking this week by week. Uh, I will probably keep track of it. Uh, I think I'm going to be writing it on Belly Up as well. So we'll we'll keep track week by week. They lost everyone. Uh, number six, Texas A&M plus twenty five hundred. Big jump there. Once we yeah. get into the top six, Texas at plus twenty five. Uh, Texas A&M. All that big dick Jimbo energy. <laughs> Well, well, you know, they're paying all those recruits, of course. They better be up there in the, in the rankings. This is, <laughs> did you see, speaking of that, did you see Congress has decided they need to do something and set some guidelines about NIL? So they have turned 
to Senator Tommy Tuberville to write oh, the NIL guidelines. <laughs> no, I didn't see that. Are you kidding me? No, not kidding at all. The only coach oh, of the last 20 years who was God. not able to win at UC is going to be determining NIL guidelines at the federal level. Oh, my God. It's going to be such a dumpster fire. I can't wait. <laughs> Good lord! <laughs> why can't we just rid ourselves of Tommy Tuberville? Like, why can't he just go away? Dude, he's going nowhere. He is firmly entrenched now in that Senate seat. There's no oh, way we're getting rich. Tommy Tuberville is going to be like Strom Thurmond. He's going to be 190 years old, still being a complete douchebag in Senate. That's how that's going to go. Uh, Tank says double T can't read. <laughs> Kev pointed out Aggie's eight and four record incoming. Also, yeah, it is that. Uh, I took off my hat to make this point because I can't be doing my school dirty like that. But I actually think the Aggies have an outside chance to make it to the playoff because last year when Haynes King went down and they also have Connor Weigman who's also like super nasty. So and Nia Smith didn't get suspended because of his arrest. So I mean the Aggies should be really good this year. I what that dumbass do? Get a Dewey before he graduated? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had a gun on him too, apparently. Oh, oh Jesus. You so, know you can't go full dumbass. Yeah, and then up Evan Stewart, who was the best receiver last year. So the Aggies might be a really good value to make the playoff. I, yes, I need to find new music for this. I need some, like, uh, Italian music in the background. Something that you would hear. Yes, you do. In, in, like, a deli in New Jersey. That's what we got to find for now. I'll find that for the next rankings. Number five, USC plus 2,500. Lincoln Riley heads west uh, and comes in at number five. Again, there's a lot. Vegas likes to make money. Look, and there's okay, a yeah, lot. Okay, yeah, real quick. Now, now you've thrown me off. Because now I keep seeing these 1920s gangsters in this hardcore <laughs> rock plan, and nothing's fit here. Like, you're right, this isn't working. And now it's bothering the shit out of me. Thanks. I think Utah's a favorite. Like, could, you imagine, could you imagine these Chicago gangsters walking up with their Tommy guns to this? Dude, I'd be scared to death if that's what they dare. Are you kidding me? You well, yeah, yeah, I would be in the 1920s because I'd be like, holy shit. Here come a bunch of coated white men with Tommy guns, and there's strange music, I guess, playing. Yeah, I'd be deathly terrified in the 1920s. Now, in 2022, if I saw this scene, I'd laugh. <laughs> a lot. Like, look at these assholes with Tommy guns and trench coats walking up with death metal playing. What is going on right now? Okay, well, let's workshop some other sounds we already have loaded, okay? Let's see if anything fits better for you than this one. How about this one? I mean, it's better. It's, it's definitely better, okay? Uh, we can't do this one. This one would be a little awkward. No. There's some, some CBS theater yeah, in there? Yeah, no, how, no, no. How about the old degenerate dartboard doom music? Do you remember that? Oh, I forgot about this, but again, it's them walking up to hardcore rock. Like, can't, can't give it the conspiracy theory music. That's not no. going to work. Hot uh, takes barbecue. That's the one. We'll just do this. <laughs> All right, here we go. Moving on to the top four. Kick them the wise, guys. <laughs> Shirts and, <laughs> and, and breaking fingers. 
All right, top four. Here we go. Uh, your top four wise guys. Top ten. Uh, top four college football playoff rankings preseason. Number four, Clemson at plus one thousand. No surprise there. If Clemson would uh, would appear in the top four. Uh, number three, Georgia, Georgia. at plus four hundred. Number two, Ohio State at plus three hundred. And number one, according to the wise guys. Oh my god, it's the shocker of all shockers. I couldn't believe it when I saw it myself. I'm actually, I am surprised by the, the, the odds here, but it's Alabama plus 175. I'm surprised if I'm just like Alabama plus one. <laughs> Alabama even money. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you nothing for, for picking them to win at all. You have no points, no credit. So I think out of the top four, okay, I gotta turn off this goddamn music. I'm sorry, I can't do it. That was uh, that was that was pretty great. We could have done this, maybe this one. This one's a little too sexy. I think it's like a Mexican trap where they talk about like cocaine and shit. If you want. <laughs> Have Gold Tech lay down a beat for us for this. I let's, can. Let's I can ask him. Let's do a Gold Tech beat for this. We need something. Uh, anything surprising to uh, to you guys uh, about these rankings? Uh, that they didn't figure than- out some some way to make Ohio State number one, like some rule, <laughs> some some loophole that they could make Ohio State one. Honestly, I mean, this isn't the this isn't the NCAA, so I know they're not standing that hard. But I know that that's the you want to talk about conspiracy theories. There, there's always somebody trying to make sure Ohio State's number one somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Some organization is out there making even, sure Ohio State's even the Vegas mobsters are like, listen, guys, it, yeah, they trademarked the word the, so we yeah, gotta yeah. put them up there. Right? The wise guys all graduated from the, so. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Well, there you go. Those are your top four. Uh, I I am interested to see how this plays out throughout. uh, Because if this works out, if this comes to to fruition, I really will be advocating for Vegas to just do the rankings from here on out. I I don't want anybody else to do it. Much like when we do, you know, our NBA conversation. So it's like Alabama national champ. (laughs) Okay, cool. All all of those rankings and all of the the pluses and minuses so that uh, Alabama can win it all. Cool. Got it. (laughs) It's just going to be Alabama's crazy defense against Ohio State's crazy offense in the natty. Yeah, like well, listen, seen like 15 times over the last 20 years. Cool. Listen, Ohio yeah. State isn't making it because Notre Dame is going to beat them in week one and essentially eliminate them from playoffs. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The, the funniest part there is not Notre Dame beating Ohio State. The funniest part is them being eliminated from the playoff contention in week one. The idea that we just mentioned it, that Ohio State in week one would lose to anybody. I mean – Ohio State goes out and loses to Michigan in the last game of the season. They're like, well, uh, you know, <laughs> we found this old rule on the – I don't know. We're just kidding. We totally just wrote this new rule on the book. Ohio State's <laughs> in the Final Four. <laughs> like, they don't even try – they're not transparent about it at all. So you it doesn't matter. Michigan? Ohio State could be 1 in 10. They're like, you know – they. It's a tough conference. It's all now. the mental prep they've got from the Big Ten shifting and everything. Like, let's put them in the Final Four and see what they can do. Let's just see what happens. Caesar, what is happening over there, man? You guys, uh, the, the guys building the bathroom, having a party? What's going on? That's exactly what's going on. It's There's a little saws weird. and all this. 
all this shit going on. <laughs> but I mean, hey, it is what it is. <laughs> Ugh, I don't know what to tell you. I feel terrible. Caesar's dog just looked at him the same way we look at him most weeks. Like, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> yeah, I feel terrible. So. <laughs> I feel so bad. Uh, all right, those are your college football rankings, preseason rankings. I'm going to update those. That's going to be super funny. Maybe I'll do it on the show. Maybe we'll do it as a, a separate thing. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we'll figure it out. But, ladies and gentlemen, now joining us from somewhere in Iowa, hopefully with good Wi-Fi signal, Joe Hall, Hall across the country. Joe, how you feeling, man? Uh, pretty good. I mean, I'm in a lot of pain. Not a lot, but I'm in enough that it's annoying. What What's happening with the pain? What's going on, man? Uh, it's uh, just the same stuff, man. My labrum, uh, whatever that issue is, whether it's hip flexor or labrum, it's still not getting any better. And I've got some kind of tightness in like my hamstrings or calves because I stretch all the time. <laughs> so that and I'm probably not drinking enough water or eating enough. So it's it's all kind of compounding. It's probably been the roughest, like pain wise, the roughest week I've had so far. It's also the hottest week you've had. Like you're walking in hundred degree temperatures, and uh, how's that hitting you, man? Are you making that? Ha- that part hasn't really bothered me. I mean, I walked through a little bit of a thunderstorm today, about fifteen minutes, and it was really just hard rain. Like I didn't even see any lightning. We had thunder, but but no lightning. Uh, but other than that, I mean, the heat is what it is. It's not. I mean, I mean I've worked outside. I've done concrete work, so it's, you know, it's nothing I've never dealt with. Um, you know, I said I've been doing a pretty good job of staying hydrated as, as far as not getting dehydrated, but I'm still probably not drinking the amount of fluid I should. All right, you got to fix that, man. We should probably work on that. Uh, uh, do listen, I, uh, don't worry so much about fighting I. records and shitting in cornfields and worry about uh, drinking some water. Let's <laughs> check your pro- progress. I updated the map today. Uh, so let's go ahead and check <laughs> where Joe's sitting at currently. Uh, as you can see, still firmly in Iowa. Uh, we're making our way through. Let's zoom into the Iowa map and see exactly where Joe is. Uh, all right, almost <laughs> to Ames. Joe is almost to Ames. <laughs> Being attacked by monkeys. Those are raccoons. Uh, oh, they look are, like monkeys. One raccoon showing his butthole to Joe. Another one's hanging out with him. Another one's trying to punch him in the face. I, I'm just glad uh, that he's made it past the dick leg. <laughs> he's past the dick leg, and he's also past the cornfield with the shit emoji in it to signify <laughs> his lactose intolerance. Also, I, I, I want to mention this last week, but of course, Mookie started yapping and it got derailed. And I was like, "Ah, moment has passed." But your clip art, your your your, your Joe clip art, there, if you split him in half, he looks like he'd be talking like Saddam in South Park. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he looks like his mouth would split in half when he speaks. Hey, guy, <laughs> I'm walking across the country, buddy. <laughs> I'm not your buddy, friend. <laughs> I'd like to donate $25 to your cause, pal. I'm not your pal, buddy. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Joe, which people that you've come across from which state are they most like Canadians? Is it Iowa? Because you've had some run ins with the law since you've been in Iowa. Uh, I. I really can't. I don't think anybody has come close to Canadians. I think the Iowans are just kind of bored. So, <laughs> and I mean, wait, like what, said, what, what, what run-ins did you have with 
the Iowa police. What the I mean, you know, not police? the same type that you would probably have. Yeah, I was just going to say, I was like, hold on a second. I think uh, I think you're all right, but I'm curious. What were they harassing you for? Uh, uh, one, one call was uh, somebody thought I was pushing a child in in the stroller on, uh, alongside a busy road so a sheriff came up and, <laughs> like so I, I was like do you want me to open it up he's like well yeah if you don't mind i'm like well yeah i was like see there you'll see some toilet paper and uh, my clothes and no baby <laughs> and no baby <laughs> and then because i two- launched that shit into the cornfield as soon as i saw you coming <laughs> no the craziest part was like Literally, like 30 seconds or a minute before that, I was doing my patented hamstring stretch urination on the side of the road. And I was oh, like, God. oh, my God. And this dude just somehow from like 500 yards away with a sniper scope <laughs> catch me dribbling on the side of the highway. Can but you then, like, can you place the camera in such a way so that we can see this hamstring <sighs> stretch urination pose that you are doing on the side of the highway in Iowa? He's looking around. No, because if I give it away, then anyone that drives by will know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm in the police station, so I don't probably not really anywhere for me to. Not a good idea. Not a good up. idea. Probably good. Yeah. Oh, wait, you're in the police station? They yeah, they're letting, me, they're letting me uh, camp in the training room tonight here. Oh God! What I thought difference. it was going to be in a cell. I thought they were going to let you camp in a cell, and you were going to have to spend the night in jail. I would be like, I was like, could you guys delouse me that way? I don't have to take a shower. Just spray me down with the hose. <laughs> but it'd be like it would be like Farva on Super Troopers, and they're like, it's powdered sugar. It's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so you got that was one time when they thought you were pushing a baby. What was the other time? And then two days later, uh, I was after I'd left the hotel, I was walking through like a bunch of like gravel road up and down, like you know, back roads to get to the next town. And sh- a sheriff from the next county over pulls up and uh, he was like, Yeah, I just got a call that uh, you know, somebody said you were suspicious. And I was like, You think <laughs> I'm white, but uh. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, no, I'm just walking across the country, and this is the way that Google told me to go. So I get it. I mean, like, fat guy pushing a stroller down the middle of nowhere where I might have seen, like, six cars the entire day. I could get how that might look suspicious. So you're being well, racially profiled. I was just going to say, yes. the good news is... I mean, I is, am getting pretty tan. Is, yeah, the difference is I'd have six bullet holes in me now. You just got questions. So there's that. <laughs> They, they, rolled up up like Joe, three. they rolled up to Joe and like window down. Hey, buddy. Uh, how's it going? <laughs> hey, when you're done pissing on that cornfield, can you come over here and talk to me real quick? Just got it. With Scott. Somebody Scott, said you had a baby in there, so I just wanted to take a peek in there. Can I just see? Thanks. All right. You on your way. Scott, the if minute it was I you, crossed the Iowa border, there would be a police barricade waiting for me. Welcome to Iowa, boy. This is a sundown state. Motherfucker, <laughs> you better get to stepping. You got, you got a long way to cross, you son of a bitch. <laughs> bang, 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 bang. Oh, there was no baby. <laughs> no, they would have put a sprinkle a little crack on him, and then we'll be all right. <laughs> yes, there would have been a baby found near the scene if it was you, Scott. Yeah, <laughs> There he was, was endangering like, a child. We had to put him down. <laughs> you see how hot it is out here? <laughs> oh, 
This motherfucker thought he's going to get away with walking a kid out in the hot sun. We taught his ass. Oh, this racism is killing me inside. <laughs> yes, I got a bullet. I got a bullet. I've just been laughing too hard. I'm sorry. I'm not delayed. Race card. <laughs> Race card or the truth. Yeah, both Ooh, slap, really? both come at you fast. <clears throat> you know what? You guys both deserve it. <laughs> oh, God. That was amazing. Uh, all right. Well, where do we go from here, fellas? <laughs> <laughs> Joe, uh, all right. So you've had the cops called on you. Any other raccoon incidents over the last week? Uh, or any animal in general? No, no, not at all. I think I think the raccoons let out the message that I was not to be fucked with, and uh, they put it out. They put out the message on the raccoon Facebook page, and we're like, "No, man, don't don't fuck with this guy. He will make angry noises in his tent and scare you away." <laughs> They're typing. I was up all night hissing at that motherfucker, making sure he didn't come over. I was just trying to his head. Uh, all right, so no animals. Uh, any. Uh, you you've sent me pictures where you got chocolate milk uh, at one point at one stop. Uh, Again, I, do I have you to? You know stay what? Look, I was I was not feel like I was I, I needed something because I, I hadn't had a lot to eat that day, and I was I, in my head. It's like everybody, you know, chocolate milk's supposed to be good for recovery. Didn't even think about it. Bought two chocolate milks and chugged them, and then I'm like, well, this ought to go well. <laughs> surprisingly, surprisingly, no shits. <laughs> None. Wow. So maybe I should just live on chocolate milk and then eat cereal with chocolate milk for the rest of my life. <laughs> I don't think Borden that's a good, a good one. Like don't crack in milk either, huh? I like it. just said Borden <laughs> has a good one. He threw out a Borden commercial in the middle of that. Like, boom! I don't know. Borden. I mean, if you're looking Borden for brands, of Promised of Land chocolate. has a good one. I got you. Is there a yeah, bad Promised Land has milk? a good one? Yeah, there is. Oh, there's. I've had. Oh, well, Fairlife. Fairlife milk is disgusting. Chocolate, regular, all that stuff is awful. I, I mean, yeah. like I was even cool with YooHoo. It, it wasn't even chocolate milk. Yeah, but YooHoo's gas. YooHoo's dumb. Yeah, YooHoo's gas. Fairlife is ass. Oh, that rhymed. <laughs> wow! 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 Anyways, um, yeah, no, promise that's a good one. Fool this man. I'm just we with hit, What can I say? Sorry. Sorry. We hit the trifecta in this segment. Yes. Thank you, Mookie. Uh, Mookie Jr. Oh, that's for- disrespectful. That's disrespectful. <laughs> Joe, you're almost to Ames, Iowa, which is like halfway through the state. You're going to be hitting that Friday or Saturday, uh, according to the press releases that were sent out to the news stations. The and- press release? And- yeah, I've got, I've got a hell of a PR. I got a hell of a Yeah, I know. Guy. That's dope. Joe's, Joe's <laughs> PR team is working overtime trying to get some airplay here. Uh, so Ames, Iowa. So if that puts you halfway through the state, uh, like Saturday, we got what, like two, three more weeks until we're out of Iowa? Oh, no, no, no. I, I'll be out of Iowa uh, in like six days. Wait, what? Fuck yeah. yeah. Oh, be, hang on. I, 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 I Google I Google mapped like the distance to Omaha uh, like two or three days ago. It might be a week. I think whenever I Googled it, it was enough mileage to be 10 days worth of walking. But it was within okay. the last week. So you're telling me with these raccoons chasing you and that shitty corn <laughs> behind you, you're going to be halfway through the state 
uh, as of like Saturday, and then the rest of the state in a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jesus Christ, Joe. No wonder yeah. why your labrum's hurting and everything else is hurting. You're fucking running the country. You're forest gumping this shit. No, but look, look at it this bro. way. Like, look, look at it this way. From when I hit Davenport to right now, I've also had two days off where I accumulated zero mileage. Oh, that's a good And then point. one day, I only had an eight-mile day when I went to Mount Vernon. So I've had two zero days and a short day. So I, I didn't, I didn't consider the days off to, to go to the field of dreams and, uh, and to go to the wrestling museum. How was the field of dreams, by the way? You know, they've got this plan up, like they've got a plan of what they want to have that place look like 2025 and it's gaudy. And I, I was, I don't like it at all. Like they're turning it into a full, like commercialized, like complex. Um, but uh... I think even the, even with the, Oh no! Damn it, Joe! Let's try this again. I had a, I had a there phone he call. Is. Um, oh, good. And Caesar <laughs> froze too. I, I thought it was me for a second because no, Joe dropped. Actually, I think it's froze. the police chief. I think it's the police chief here because I had asked him about a shower. Um, but uh, no, it, even the MLB park looks out of place up there. Like, I, I mean, I get it. Like they, you know. I don't. I like the 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 movie set portion. I don't really vibe with all the extra uh, stuff. And like what what they're going to end up doing with it is having like six little league fields put in. Uh, you got then you'll have the major league field and all the other stuff. So it's again, I'm not a huge baseball fan, but like I love the movie. I even told my dad I was like, once he gets out of the hospital and gets healed up, because yeah, he's back in the hot. He was back in the hospital. He's out oh, again. Shit. Uh, I told him that uh, next year, because I don't think I'll be done with the walk-in time this year for us to make the drive, but I said, uh, next year we're going to go out and we're going to play catch in the outfield. Because that was the one thing that was really kind of cool, was like seeing all the, the parents playing catch with their kids and stuff like that. And I guess my sister said uh, he like cried the entire day trying to tell her that that's what we were going to do. So I was like, that wasn't the point. I didn't want to make him cry. So then I felt like an asshole. I mean, I know, I know it was good cry, but you know, I didn't want. Way to go, you son of a bitch! Yeah, you dick. <laughs> Just shitting on your dad's cornfield of a heart with that one, you asshole. That's making crazy, dreams man. come never... true. What a dick move! How dare you? How <laughs> dare you make your father so happy he cries tears of joy? You are such a piece of shit. What Joe. a selfish bastard! You're a piece of shit that only cares about yourself walking across the country to raise money for mental health and to donate to run a mile for Jackson. Like that's it. You're a despicable <laughs> human being who only gives a shit about yourself. Dude, last uh, two nights ago, this was uh, to, to flip it back in a complete non sequitur to a serious moment. Um, we had a, uh, I was, I was in Belle Plaine, which was like two towns over, and uh, there was a family there. And I don't want to like give out too much because I don't want him to like if he, if they're watching because I did plug the show this week for you. I did plug Hell the yeah. show on the, yeah, on the walk page. So I don't know. There might be like two dozen people watching tonight. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, um, <laughs> but, uh, I, I met I met this guy's wife at a at the car rental place when I went to go see Field of Dreams, and we got to talking about what I was doing. They drove I don't know the exact distance; it was probably at least a forty five minute drive just to drop off like Gatorades and some Propel and stuff. Oh, and he that, wanted to badass. and he wanted to talk because he struggles with uh, like anxiety and depression, and then also with panic attacks real bad. 
And uh, he's been seeing a therapist. He actually drives, like, I think he said, like an hour and a half each week to go see the therapist because she moved offices, but he wanted to keep with the same person. But uh, he took me over to this little cafe in town because the firefighters, one of the firefighters wanted to buy me dinner. And uh, so I was like, well, you guys mind dropping me off? He said, no. And I got ready to get out of the car. And he's like, look, he's like, I don't, I don't get starstruck. He was like, but you're a hero to me. And I was kind of like, I don't know how to take that. Like as somebody that literally looks in the mirror and sees themselves as the biggest piece of shit in the world, like I, I'm, I still have trouble processing that. Cause it's, you know, they're like, you know, firefighters are heroes, like soldiers are heroes. I'm just a, I'm just a dude that's walking for something he believes in. I don't really, I don't know. I don't know how to, you know, I don't take compliments too well anyway. So it was just, but it was one of those things where it was like, man, is it actually, is what I'm doing actually, is it working now? Like, is it making a difference to people? And I guess, you know, like for, for the first time, like I've had messages from people, but nothing to like that, to that level, you know, like that's just, it's a weird experience. <laughs> Joe, you are a fucking hero, man. Like as much as you don't want to yeah, hear it, yeah. you're, you're, <laughs> an, you, I don't think you realize the inspiration that you are to people like uh, the crap Root sports group. I obviously didn't fucking... inspire Scott to buy a t-shirt. Oh, you have my friend. You have, it's coming. <laughs> Don't you worry. <laughs> He's got to just keep up the bit at this point. Joe. He can't save. I was going to say, I, like I'm way too committed now. Uh, or, or he'll buy the shirt and then like send an email or a message like, Hey, don't tell anybody I bought the shirt, but let's just keep the bit going until you tell <laughs> no, 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 I'm going to keep it all the way. I already told Mike what's happening. Don't you worry. <laughs> uh, Robert said he just came back to the computer. Good to see you, Joe looking jolly as ever. And Matt Barr wanted to point out, Joe, uh, you're welcome for his service. So there you go. <laughs> uh, Thank you for buying a shirt, Matt Barr. I'm like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> it's my favorite part every time Joe comes on. Hey, Caesar, uh, they're only $25. <laughs> Caesar drives you in 05 Civic, Joe. Yeah, you missed the first half of the show, buddy. Where we, went, we were broken my financials, and the reason why I've been avoiding a DUI is because I need a financial aid. <laughs> yeah, you missed that gem. So. I mean, yeah, it, completely ignore the uh, – you know, legal aspects of a DUI or anything like that. It's yeah, just completely about the financial aid. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, there's a lawyer that we're sure to point that out to him. Joe, uh, so I, I know we missed the goal in July for donations. What's the goal for August? We got a whole I mean, month pump it hard. Oh, fuck, uh, it's yeah. August. <laughs> pump it hard. Thank you. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, the, the goal is all like each month, it's always going to be to get there. I just – you know, with the, with the pain and stuff that I've been having and like, kind of like the struggles walk. And I never really thought of a, uh, like a, a challenge to do for it. Cause I wanted to keep it something like, you know, mildly funny to keep that aspect, you know, the humorous aspect to it, but I can't repeat the same challenge cause we didn't meet that challenge. So, and I'm not shaving my beard cause some people have recommended that. And that'll never happen. Not okay. Let's while. brainstorm some ideas. Uh, I'll, I'll. Okay, I got one for you. You, uh, you have to do an entire day on the walk with no shirt on and a happy face painted on your chest. Uh, that won't work for me because of my complete lack of self esteem. So that would. You're gonna be in the middle of probably Nebraska. Up, that be would probably car. end up with me in a worse mental spot than I was, was after the motorcycle accident. <laughs> <laughs> all right i'll brain i'll brain some for you uh, i mean i thought about doing like a, 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 a 
a dumb like uh TikTok duet like if you know if we raised x amount of money per week like i'll go on and i'll literally duet some dumb song or maybe even not a dumb song maybe one that i like actually enjoy just to embarrass myself with my lack of singing ability TikTok duet some of those dances that they do like you gotta oh, do yeah, it. Yeah. i'm not that i'm band. not that coordinated man like in high school i could that's do that point. because i had four years that's of the show point, choir training. people want to uh, see that people, no, people don't want to see that they oh, don't they want to do. see that at all they, they do. don't want to see it they do. okay listen well, i'm, <laughs> I'm messaging like you tomorrow we'll figure some crazy person Steve-O? No, we don't want Joe stapling his nutsack to his ear or something like that. <laughs> no, 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 no. My, well, my bro, stomach is too big. The... I can't bend that far. Yeah, Preston. He jumps off of, like, cliffs and shit. Uh, to donate to Run a Mile for Jackson or to help Joe out, hallacrossthecountry.com. That's the website you want to go to. Click that donate tab, help Joe out. Also, Joe, I decided I'm going to start bringing this up too every time you come on. The Suicide and Crisis yes. Lifeline, 988. It's so much simpler now to get help if you need it. 988. It's not a crazy number to remember. Uh, 988. If you or anybody you know is having thoughts of suicide, is in a time of crisis, hit up that crisis lifeline, 988. There are people that are, are willing to help and listen to you. Uh, that's probably one of the coolest things is them uh, changing that recently and, and getting rid of the crazy long 1-800 number and going to right. just uh, an emergency. <laughs> yeah. The one, the, th- one thing that was kind of cool, uh, the police the police chief of the town I was in last night that let me stay indoors at their place, they have a thing set up now for their fire department and their police where um, it's like peer support where certain oh, like people badass. can get trained to support their, the other firefighters, police station, uh, EMT people when they're struggling with their mental health. Cause they lost a, uh, a firefighter to the suicide like four or five years ago. And, uh, nobody, nobody really knew he was struggling. So they, they went in and did this and then they got trained to train more people. So it's, it's opened up a lot of doors for them. That's badass. That's really badass. Um, all right, listen, Joe, we're going to get out of here because the I just realized we're over time already. Uh, so oh, shit. <laughs> hang, hang on while we close out the show, and then we'll, we'll talk to you afterwards, okay? So just okay. hang on. Don't go anywhere. Uh, Scott, real quick, uh, before we get out of here, what were you drinking tonight, and would you bang your beer? I'm banging my boot light. 2 a.m. booty call, forever and always. Boot light. You, you up, boot light? You up? Yeah. What were you drinking, Caesar? Would you bang it? I was drinking Tiger Lily, mango sour with honey and vanilla, ABV. I fucked it. Uh, I was drinking Phaedrus from Culmination during. Look at that. How do you pronounce that, right? Phaedrus? That's the best I got. Phaedrus, uh, I got yeah. 6.7% IBV, uh, APV. <laughs> ABV IPA is what I was trying to say. Um, yeah, I'd bang it because it, it got me apparently feeling really good. Joe, what? It, any any good beers this week on the trip? I had an A and W root beer for dinner. Counts. <laughs> would you bang it? Yeah, yeah, I would. Yeah, all right, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, man, this has been uh, a ridiculous show. It was a good time. We got very. Very serious with Joe. It feels very off-brand for us, uh, but it feels like it works, right? Yeah, you got to mix a little bit of that in every now. Yeah, this was uh, this was a damn good one. Uh, shout out to Haley Murphy for joining us earlier at the Haley Murphy on Twitter, uh, Instagram, all over the place. Joe Hall, 
as always, checking in. Uh, go follow him on Twitter, Paul across TC on Twitter. Uh, subscribe to his page on Facebook all across the country. Follow along with those updates. Go follow us too at Crafty Sports on Twitter and Instagram. Like the show on Facebook. Subscribe to YouTube. Subscribe and review wherever you get your podcast. Shout out Belly Up Sports, BellyUpSports.com. Always great content there. Uh, go hit them up. We will see you all next week. Cheers, everybody. This is Sundown State, boy. Ha, ha, ha.